Well done, my good and faithful servant. Come, share your master's joy. Boy, that sounds a lot nicer than you wicked, lazy servant, doesn't it? During my two years of Latin studies in seminary, the seminarians would often quote the old poem, Latin is a language as dead as dead can be. First it killed the Romans, and now it's killing me. We were young guys without much of a vision for what we were up to, why we had to learn all these declensions and conjugations, other than Monsignor O'Coin and Father Hauser told us we had to. But with time we learned them, and even more, learned about the church. We read the documents of the church, the catechism, the documents of the Second Vatican Council. And we learned in doing both that we were part of something bigger, not just parochial, not just our own parish vision or just our own diocese in the local church, but something universal, something around the entire globe and for the past 2,000 years of salvation history. And eventually, I came to realize that Latin was a sign of that. Fast forward to this past September, most of you know that I got to be the chaplain for a pilgrimage to Italy in September. When we were in Rome, my fellow pilgrims and I had the chance for an audience with Pope Francis, among you know, a couple other thousand of his closest friends there in St. Peter's Square. And after everyone was introduced by group, including St. Mary's in Canton, somehow they had my information there, and so all of us got a, a shout out to the Holy Father. At the end of the audience, Pope Francis led us in prayer and blessed us. He began, Pater Noster, qui es in celis. And he went on chanting the Lord's Prayer. It was amazing, but it was bittersweet for my pilgrims because they didn't know what he was praying. They didn't know the prayer, some of them didn't recognize that it was even the Lord's Prayer. None but Father Lucas and myself knew the words to the Our Father in Latin. And afterwards, a number of them came up to me, sharing their frustration, but also wanting to come up with a solution. Their Father, we missed a chance here. This might be our only chance to pray with the Pope. We want to, if we get another, we want to do it better. How, how can we learn this? It was a beautiful reflection, because they wanted to be united with the Pope. They wanted to be united with the other pilgrims there in St. Peter's Square, but they also wanted to be united with Catholics around the world and through salvation history. When I got back over here to Canton, after the pilgrimage, I went back through the notes and did a little review of what we learned in seminary, that the use of Latin is to be preserved in the prayers of the Mass, and that, to quote the Second Vatican Council, steps should be taken so that the faithful may also be able to say or sing together in Latin 
those parts of the ordinary of the Mass which pertain to them. What's that? That they should be able to sing or say together in Latin, the ordinary of the Mass. You know what those are, the, the Gloria, the Creed, the Holy Holy, the Mystery of Faith, the Lamb of God, and, of course, the Our Father. That's the answer to my pilgrim's question, I reflected. They're supposed to know the prayers, they're supposed to learn the prayers by, by praying them together in their parishes. That's what the church envisioned anyways. The servants in today's gospel were given something great. They were given talents, <laughs> great treasures. We use the word talent today, it's become such a part of our lexicon that we just use it for our abilities, but it comes from the Latin word talentum, a great sum of money. They were given these talents and were told to use them, and that's us, right? That's each of us with all of the talents that we have, some greater, some lesser, somewhere, some, somewhere in between. But the one thing we know we're not to do with the talents given to us is to bury them, to put them under the bushel basket. We're supposed to let our light shine, whatever those gifts are, to use them for God's greater glory and for the good of our brothers and sisters. And it strikes me that that's what I've been doing since being your pastor, not sharing them, but burying them. I've known, truth be told, I've known what the Second Vatican Council said since seminary. I've always had it in the back of my mind, but I knew it was a lot to ask people to, to learn a couple prayers in Latin, or at least it would feel like that. I know some people wouldn't like it. Some people would think that I was trying to turn back the clocks to the first half of the 19th century or, or earlier. <laughs> I would be lazy. It was easier for me not to share with you what the church was asking. The Second Vatican Council's document on liturgy was promulgated December 4, 1963. This is the 60th anniversary. It'll be marked in just a couple weeks. And now, 60 years later, it strikes me, we've got to dig up some of that buried treasure. Not all of it. I don't expect that. There's many linguists here, though I know some of you probably soak up language a lot better than I do. I struggle with it. It's not easy for me. But for Advent, I'm asking us to enter into that part of the universal church all the more by learning the Agnus Dei, the Lamb of God. A number of you know that one already. And the Lord's Prayer. Pater Noster. We, my brothers and sisters, we're... We're part of something so big, so beautiful. Many of our young people will have a chance to, to travel overseas and pray in Catholic churches around the world. We want them to be able to enter in and feel at home when they do so. Many of us will still make pilgrimages, and when we do so, we want that reminder that we are part of something so big and beautiful. And even if we never ever leave Canton again in the rest of our days, we need that reminder. We're owed that reminder that this is not just us. This is about our Lord and about his universal love for the world, a world so darkened, so challenged, 
but he asks us to be his servants, to use our talents to build up his body and to know of his love. <laughs>